It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The loose cannons are on the air. What are we doing? What are you doing? Steve Hartman. Now let's let's step it up a little bit. And Mike Cosa, we are really serious. On Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Way to compete. That's the way to compete. Hour number two, the loose cannons on your home of everything San Diego Sports. Extra 1360 Fox Sports. San Diego, coming up at 5.30, by the way, we're going to actually uh, make our final predictions for the NBA Finals. Make uh, a little game money one for will somebody, huh? Tip off at 6 o'clock tonight. Again, game two will be uh, three weeks from now. Uh, game uh, three, I think, is scheduled for October. Uh, yeah, they're trying to spread this thing out. I mean, I, I just, I, can't we just get, you know, I and mean, we've waited long enough. I, I, again, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. I uh, I mean, come on. Let's, no, I, well, I realize it's it's the uh, the rubber match. I realize it's two of the most popular players in the NBA, and Steph and and LeBron James. I, you know, we we know it's kind of West Coast, East Coast. We get that, but do they really think that the NBA is such is back on such firm footing as far as TV ratings and the fans that they can go ahead, they can have these these days delay in between games? Well, they, they believe because this series has been so anticipated, such oh. a juggernaut that they can't possibly lose. We'll see. I'm, I'm and again, I, I thought that you know because San Diego, that we are not a uh, NBA city. Uh, I, it, this is a good test. Uh, obviously, one of the ten biggest cities in America, population wise. Mm-hmm. What kind of TV ratings is the NBA going to get in a city? Uh, like uh, San Diego. So I'll be very I, interested to watch that. And I would not be surprised if they were decent to good good ratings just because. Well, they want juggernaut. They want record ratings. That's oh. what they're anticipating. I don't know if you're going to get record ratings in San Diego. I think you're going to get pretty good ratings because of, of who's involved in, in the, th- the fact that's the third year in a row. It's that time. Four and four. <laughs> four and four. Four top stores at the day. Four and four. Four at four is brought to you by Sombrero Mexican Food, serving the freshest San Diego style Mexican food. That's right. Get in right now. Signature bowl deal. You get a bowl, chips, and a drink. $6.99. Check them out at SombreroMex.com. Ernie's still worn out from uh, the... Uh... The tonnage, I, I almost say, of uh, for some of those guys, tonnage of uh, friends that came after him and the uh, press box. Um, yeah, it was it was shocking. It was uh, I felt bad for him. I mean, he couldn't get out. He couldn't do anything. Of course, it wasn't that bad, Costa, because you have to understand Ernie doesn't eat anymore. So I know. in years in times past, you know, he'd be hitting the hot dogs and the nachos and everything else. Sure. You know, basically he sips on water. I had two hot dogs that night. I never saw you eat a hot dog. You you were engaged with uh, in conversation with Rich Herrera. Yeah, Rich Herrera. Yes. So yes. I was hoping they had the chili beans, like you said. 
Where were the where was the chili? I, I have no idea. But I have went, you ever been there when there's been no chili? Ever? N- no. No, I've never no. been there without chili. You have to get on that, Ernie. You're on a first name basis with everyone up there. <laughs> really? I I had the hot dogs <laughs> bunless with yeah. piled on jalapenos, onions, and some chips. And despite that, on your breath, you still had friends. <laughs> it's unreal how people will put up with anything just to get well, close. Making people's eyebrows Martinez. fall off. Wow. It didn't matter. <laughs> but you know, you know how you I, I don't know about you guys, but I always always wonder if like you're super uber famous. Let's say you're uh mm. uh let's say you're Angelina Jolie or you're Michael yeah. Jordan or when he yeah. was still here, let's say Michael Jackson. They right. they, they couldn't just go to Disneyland, right? Right. It, they would they just to, get yeah. slammed and swarmed. They always had to go after hours. And, you know, you want to be there during the day, but you can't when it's open. That's what it's like to, to cruise around with Ernie. <laughs> yeah. You well, can't do in, normal in the, stuff. Around media people. See, that's the whole thing. I mean, Ernie can go to Disneyland. He does that all the time. But walk into that press box with Petco, forget it. Man. You know what, Mike, when you just did, you can't. That was there. I saw a little Christopher Walken in that. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, Wait a second. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, Brent. Yes. When we were leaving, you know, Casa, because we all came, you know, together in Ernie's car. Yeah. So Brent and I walked onto the elevator. How long were we standing on that elevator waiting for Ernie to show up? Probably two minutes. Two minutes? It seemed like 50 minutes. He he allegedly allegedly misplaced his keys. Is that what, what that's what the claim allegedly was? say yeah. goodbye yeah. to everybody? Is that, was that a key or was he just signing baseballs for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! We're standing on the elevator. Like, wasn't he just standing next to us? What happened here? You know, some people had to go. Uh, some people might have a thousand Facebook friends. Ernie has mm-hmm. a thousand friends. Yeah, yeah. You can go with no, him everywhere no. he goes. Apparently. All right. Uh, always good to relive that moment. But we have other business to take care of. So let's get started. Number four. I went everybody's head about the bird. Apparently, the bird is not the word. It was a. Uh, wasn't a good song ever. It's like the guy strokes out a little bit, but keeping it together, and then it comes right back. I actually saw the video of this guy doing the song on bandstand, and they had the birds sitting. It's. It's you know, oh, just the don't write songs okay, like this anymore. All right, time out. The bird is like a real bird in a cage just sitting there? No, no it's, it's like a bird. fake bird, and he's just sitting there, and he's like Oh, singing. like a hand puppet-like thing? And so as he's singing, they keep cutting away to this, like, you know, this fake bird. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Let this freak into the studio. <laughs> Unbelievable. All okay, right, but here's so, what, uh, here's what the happened. Story here? It was... Extremely ugly, disgusting mm. uh, event last night right. at Citibank Field where the New York Mets play their home games. And, yes. of course, their mascot, the longest time, has been that freak Mr. Met. Mr. Met, You know, yes. the giant baseball head and then right. a normal human body. A lot of people right. might say kind of looks like me. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, he had enough last night, Steve. Some really? F- as fan was giving it to him, man, and the fan had the camera rolling on their phone, and Mr. Met... 
turned and flipped them the bird. Now, I saw this picture. Did he get a raise for that? I mean, I would imagine he got a lot of support from the organization, no. right? He got a one-way pass to the door, never to wow. return, never wow. to ever again where mm. Mr. Met. Wow. Terrible. How do, you, do you put that on your resume? I would. Do you risk it there? What's your experience, Mr. Met? Fired. Fired from Mr. I Met. I flipped the bird as Mr. Met. Ernie brought this up as we were uh, putting the show to uh, putting the show together today before Stevie got here. If you think that this was just a total setup where someone said, all right, listen, I'm going to go after Mr. Met and say some things he ain't going to want to hear, and you film – and we'll see if we, you know, we become famous. I think it's a setup. It's yeah, got to be a setup. That's man. a setup. It's a setup. Can we get the trash men back? They were the ones that did surf and oh. birds. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're starting a dirt bike. <laughs> the best was Family Guy. Did you ever see Family oh Guy? Oh, my yes. God. That episode has straight minutes. Oh. Best. Ever and he just well, kept on walking Lois into it by asking her the questions and then <laughs> exactly and he would just start. I mean, I did Pee Wee Herman, but I mean, it was uh, the Family oh, Guy. Oh, Pee Wee and Back at the Beach. Yes, good God, greatest song ever. Let's Number three. I want the waiter. I want the waiter. He's got a menu. Fans, you'll Batman like tipping this waiters. <laughs> oh, I dare say we're the only radio show on the planet playing that song right now. Is that Rosemary Clooney? I'm just going out. I just going Rosemary Clooney, George's aunt, the late great Rosemary Clooney. Someone's wow. trying to find us, and you know yeah. they clicked over to that and went, "Oh Jesus, I got to the uh, the elevator station. There. I got what? oh, is that thirty six? Why are they playing wow. an episode of Frasier? <laughs> wow, um, I don't understand this. To be honest with you, Dion Waiters to me is is a pedestrian player. I mean, he was the fourth overall pick out by Cleveland back in twenty twelve. Then he went to Oklahoma City in a trade. That's how J.R. Smith ended up with the Cavs. Then he goes to Miami, and now he is a walkaway free agent. He hasn't made a lot of money still in the last year of that rookie deal. But he's a shooting guard whose career percentage is at 41%. He's an okay three-point shooter, 30. Don't the Lakers already have plenty of guys like Deion Waiters? Well, people, I think people are trying to make the connection because he used to be represented by... New Lakers GM Rob Palinka. Yeah, but that's not a reason to bring him in. In other words, if Rob Palinka's idea and being the general manager of the Lakers is to just sign people that he used All to represent, yeah, I mean, come on, uh, I, th- that's not what they need right now. Is Dion Waiters? That, no. I, I, I don't get. It. I, I I know the Heat want him, but again, they 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 have a huge contracts. Whiteside's contract is monstrous. They you know they Dragic, they got some big contracts there, and they still haven't resolved that Bosch situation yet. So uh, I can understand why they're hesitant to pay him too much money. But what what exactly does Dion Waiters uh, bring to the Lakers? No, I think people like I said, uh, grasping for straws here. Just because Palinka's there and used to represent him. Yeah, what I would do is, because you have all that money already tied up in those two knuckleheads that they sign, um, I would say maybe save your money, you know, for mm-hmm. Paul George 
or a Jimmy Butler or, you know, like a legitimate all-star that could actually upgrade this Laker team? Number two. Am I in the mood for mice? Or am I in the mood for fish? Decisions, decisions. Oh, decisions. Sucker City might come decisions. down to one swing vote on the city council. Well, we talked about it earlier, man. There's uh, three city council members who are anti-TOT hike, and the fourth one very pro-SDSU, possibly leaving council president Myrtle Cole. That was her singing that last song, by the way, as the possible deciding, so. <laughs> deciding vote. On whether or not to hold the special election for the convention center expansion. Now, the four other members who uh, are supporters of Mayor Kevin Faulkner's uh, plan. Well, and again, this is going to happen fairly quickly. I believe they have a June 19th date set for this decision made whether or not we're going to have a special election. So you're right. And whoever has that deciding vote, whether it's Myrtle, um, I'd be I'd be very careful. Because if we do actually have a November election, I'll tell you what, anytime we always saw this with Measure C. So let's let's talk about raising the TOT to expand the convention center. Mm -hmm. I mean, anytime you're talking about raising a tax, people are going to say no. And and you know how it works. There only would be two things on this ballot. There'd be Soccer City and this TOT. People tend to vote in pairs. If I'm voting yes on one, I'll vote yes on the other. I'm voting no on one, I'm voting no on the other. And you know how most propositions go. No. Most people vote no. No, because the only thing that they think is, okay, this is come this is more taxpayers' dollars. This somehow is coming out of my paycheck, my wallet. Yeah, I'm going to vote uh, no on it. And don't we have to assume that the hoteliers will line up against the raising of the TOT like they do with Measure C because they don't want San Diego to have to close its doors? Mm. You know? Yeah. Uh, again, this is this is from a political standpoint, whether it's the mayor or a deciding vote on whether we actually have these special elections uh, coming up here in November, this could be critical for their political future. Someone's got to get into Kev's ear and say, dude, you're possibly going to be 0 for 3 on major, major things that affected the city of San Diego. You go 0 for 3, you can Oof. kiss the governor's mansion goodbye. Yeah. Well, three strikes and you're out. out. Let's wrap this up. Number one. Wake me up before you go. go. Oh, love it. Finally. The NBA Finals. Well, let's see what was it. Nine-day layoff for the Golden State Warriors. Seven days for the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, but they are on the court as we speak, going through their pre-game rituals as we get set for Game 1 tonight of the NBA Finals. And it just seems strange to me in a matchup that has been so anticipated you know, the rubber match, you know, Cleveland won last year, Golden State the year before, that the odds makers are saying this is going to be a very quick series. I, very quick series. They are, the Warriors are overwhelming favorites in this series. Okay, is is this the impact Kevin Durant has had? It's, is well, it the fact that Steph is healthy? Is it because they're undefeated in the playoffs? I listen. Well, I know they're they're better this year than they were last year coming to the playoffs. 
but I don't see them as some massive juggernaut that's just going to annihilate the Cavs. All right, well, let me give you the reasons why they believe, and, and there, there are sound reasons if you want to buy into it. All right, reason number one is it's always tough to go back-to-back. True. Okay, so that's one thing going against Cleveland. Two, the idea of Cleveland sort of doing what they did a year ago, like they did it. To muster that sort of emotion again? Exactly. So that's from the Cleveland standpoint. Remember last year for Golden State, there were a lot of things that happened for them to lose that series. One of them was that Harrison Barnes had a horrific shooting series. Well, you just replaced Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant. Okay, that's major a, upgrade. That's a major upgrade. Then you had, obviously, the situation where Steph Curry was not healthy. Curry's been on fire in these playoffs. Then you had the Draymond Green meltdown that might have cost them the series. Obviously, they don't think that's going to happen again. So their feeling is the series went seven. It went down to the final seconds before Kyrie Irving you know, hit the game-winning shot in Game 7. But Golden State is so much better. Now, the other side of it is Kevin Love is playing way better basketball than he was a year ago. Uh, he has been dynamite during these playoffs. The uh, the experience for this Cleveland team of winning that championship, Kyrie Irving. When you've hit a Game 7 game winner like Irving did, that's got to help your confidence the next time you have that opportunity. So I, I think it's a much tighter series. But the odds makers say no. This will be over in four or five. God. Now is that, does that depress you? I mean, would that? No, it doesn't depress you feel, me. Wait, but you feel cheated if it only goes four. Well, no, I would because of the buildup. No, no, no. Look, I, I always say this: if you don't have a horse in the race, which I don't, um, you just want a good series. I mean, that's the same with the World Series, a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. I, I, I want a good game. You know, last year's Super Bowl was a weird because it was one of the worst Super Bowls ever. Until that miraculous fourth quarter comeback by yeah. the Patriots. I mean, how? Believe me, how, how much had you tuned out of that game? Oh, by the third quarter. Well, no, I, no. As someone who wanted to see the Patriots get crushed to begin with, yeah. I was. I mean, I I couldn't get enough of it. And then Brady throws that interception. Like, oh my God, this is going to be just an ass kicking. Well, so, it's twenty eight to three. Yeah. I mean, it is an absolute blowout. But I think most people nationally are like, okay, let's go out in the street and throw football. Yeah, I get it. No, but I uh, what I want is a, a tight game right out. I think both teams are going to be rusty. I think that, again, it could have a bigger effect, at least initially, on Golden State because they are a perimeter three-point shooting team. Uh, and then I, I get back to the fact that the Cavaliers are going to have to make some threes here. And you don't want them to come from LeBron. Let's see how rested LeBron is because one of the problems for LeBron right now Cost is that he is not shooting free throws well. No. In fact, right now, he has been in his biggest free throw slump ever in his career. That could be a major determining factor because I'm thinking, look, if, I, if I'm if i Tyron Lue, I, want, I don't want LeBron casting off threes. That's not his game. J.R. Smith, Korver off the bench. Those are the guys. Kyrie Irving, I want those guys shooting three. I want LeBron... You know, using his physical dominance to not only dominate inside of, against the Warriors, but maybe get a few guys in foul trouble along the way. Uh, watching the uh, the pregame on the, one of the screens here in, in studio, the crush of mm-hmm. reporters wow. around the court right now as LeBron goes through his pregame. Now you got Draymond Green, who's out there as, uh, as well. So the buildup, the hype. The electricity are there. 
I just don't want it to go four games and be over. This Hour of the Cannons brought to you by Point Loma Nazarene completes her bachelor's degree in as few as 15 months. So as we get ever so close to the tip-off of the NBA Finals, we're going to share our picks coming up at 5.30. But we want your picks right now. You have to say it now. You can't come back, you know, midweek and say, hey, I told you. I really No, 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 no. You got to get on the record right now. So you can give us a call, 570-1360. Follow us on Twitter, at Ken Harper. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Benacosta 1360 Texas at 70470. And remember, our Cannon Shot of the Day winner will get a four-pack of tickets for the Padres-Royals game coming up on June 10th. So it's all good for you to get involved with the loose cannons. I'll talk some football as well. We know what yes. the uh, we'll know what the teams in the AFC West strengths are. We've gone over them ad nauseum. But what are their biggest Achilles going into 2017? We're going to tell you each one after this. Ornberger with you, Mark and Rich, right at noon. We're going to be breaking down game one of the NBA Finals. Also, we're going to be joined by Padres closer Brad Hand. We'll see how his season's going. That's coming up tomorrow at noon on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Cannons cruising along with you on this Thursday. Get in for the Cannon Shot of the Day, whether you're listening on Fox Sports 1350 in the Inland Empire or right here on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Call us anytime you want. At 570-1360, tweet at us at Canada Hartman Acosta 1360, or use our very popular text line, start your message with 70, excuse me, start your message with XTRA and send it to 70470. Yeah, and tomorrow I'll be looking for our first Canon poll for the month of June. Uh, our polls have been the talk of the world, to be honest with you. And uh, after uh, some big polls at the end of April and to start the month of May, we've been holding off. We, we didn't want to get too greedy. Uh, the problem was uh, we were embarrassing the other shows. So um, we will have a poll up tomorrow. And, and yesterday we got into this conversation about some of the uh, down things uh, as far as the Chargers are concerned right now while – uh, neither one of us seems to be that uh, real believer that there's some, you know, double-digit win season coming up for a, a Charger team that hasn't had one since 2009 and hasn't even achieved double-digit wins over the last two years combined. But it, you you said yesterday a social media got all over us. Yeah. They're upset at us. Mad at us, and we're not being positive right. enough yes. as far as the Chargers are concerned. I have said I think that – I do not think that they're going to the playoffs. I do think that they will be a better football team than they were last year. I don't see them getting to double-digit wins. I don't see them, you know, getting over 500. But I could see them finishing the season eight and eight. And early on, I think people in in, in Charger fans that are still here in, in town, Steve, are going to be filled with a little false hope because of the way the schedule plays out. But man, when you look at that schedule in the middle of it, towards the end, that the NFL schedule makers did them no favors. 
Well, for the Chargers to make a move up, they have to start in their own division. Yeah. Where they have been dominated the last two years. Last two years, 1-11 in division play, 1-13 in their last 14 games against the AFC West. So, instead of totally focusing on the negatives for the Chargers, we thought, all right, let's balance things out and say, all right, what are some of the negatives with the other teams in the AFC West. Because let's face it, you got the Raiders and Chiefs that are, you know, certainly in everybody's top 10 mm-hmm. going into this year. The Broncos have got some question marks, certainly at the quarterback position. So, so we said, all right, well, if the Chargers going to move up, somebody also has got to move back. So well, let's talk about that. Let, let's start with the Broncos right now. I'm going to ask you, Costa, and then you, because uh, I know you've been doing a lot of research in this thing. Yep. All right. So quarterback would seem to be an obvious uh, dilemma for the Broncos right now. Simeon uh, obviously got through last year, former seventh round pick. We still don't know about Paxton Lynch. But are there other problems for the Broncos that could help the Chargers move up in the AFC West standings? Yeah, and their their Achilles going into the season is their defensive line. You know, this team still misses Malik Jackson, who defected the Jaguars last season. Their big defensive tackle, Derek Wolf, you know, went out with uh, with various injuries. And John Elway's trying to solve uh, the, the 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 sagging run defense, especially. By signing, uh, he signed nose tackle Demata Pecco, the kid. Uh, the kid, he's thirty-two years old, longtime uh, Bengals role player, and his backup is uh, his unheralded cousin Kyle. So they need to hopefully, you know, once maybe training camp gets going, or once we get towards training camp, they need a signing or two that are gonna that's gonna bolster what is right now their Achilles, their defensive line. Well, when Malik Jackson left and took the huge free agent money, a, a lot of people were questioning because with the Von Millers and everybody else that they had on that Super Bowl defense two years ago, which, by the way, wasn't just the number one rated defense in the NFL uh, in 2015. It was a historic defense. In yeah. fact, statistically, believe it or not, they were more dominant than the 85 Bears. But everyone said, was it Malik Jackson? There really was the key to that defense. Their defense still was pretty good. Sure. Their secondary is as good as any secondary. All right, so uh, D-line for the Broncos, quarterback, certainly some question marks there. Now, our resident Chiefs fan insists there are no weaknesses. Mm. Uh, and if there is a weakness, maybe it's Alex Smith. But, you know, by bringing in the rookie... By bringing in Mahomes, maybe it's going to light a fire under Alex Smith to get to the next level. You and I both agree this seems to be the best roster in the AFC West. So once again, I refer to Costa. Where is their weakness? Their weakness, and some people may say, well, that's a good weakness to have, but it's cornerback depth chart. They really didn't bring any help into this group. As giving Steve Nelson, Terrence Mitchell, you also have Philip Games, uh, snaps behind star Marcus Peter. It's not close to the worst group in the league, but as with the rest of the Chiefs, you, when you look at this roster, the question is, especially with these guys at cornerback in the depth, are they ready to take the next step in January? Obviously, that starts with Alex Smith, but there's a lot of other guys on this team you look at and say, okay, you're good. You've been good for a while, but it's time to raise your game. All right, well, if the weakness of the Chiefs is their backup cornerbacks, that's yes. not enough for the no. Chargers to leapfrog over oh, that Oh, God, team. no. If you're starting to look at weaknesses because you don't, your number four cornerback ain't so good. <laughs> right. 
Uh, maybe the Chiefs are a team that's uh, a team of destiny based on their quarterback play. And that leaves the Raiders, uh, a team that a lot of people thought were looking at a certain position to upgrade in the draft, and they didn't. No. Middle linebacker. Still, uh, pardon the pun or pardon the phrase, a black hole. Wow. Yeah, right there. No rider. Now, you had a street free agent guy in Perry Riley who took over midway through last season and actually played pretty well for them. But the option this season, as far as middle linebackers concerned, you got Corey James and uh, Tyrell Adams. They're both second-year guys. They're splitting first-team reps on defense and OTAs. And I think they might be banking on a fifth-round pick, the kid Markel Lee, um, as another option to fill in there. But I would say that is definitely an area that, uh, as they say, Reggie McKenzie is going to have to go dumpster diving again if they're going to improve that uh, run defense for the Raiders. All right, so let me review. You've got the Raiders' weakness is at middle linebacker. Yeah. The Chiefs' weakness is depth at cornerback. And the Broncos' weakness is their defensive line. Are any of those problems bigger than the Chargers' biggest problem, which is a completely rebuilt offensive line? No. That no. is that is a an Achilles of Homeric proportions. Oof. And they say that this offensive line looks far better on paper after they drafted the two guards in, in the draft and they brought in two Russell. Two rookies? Yeah, I two know. Two rookies. Come on now. And they bring Look in again. Russell Okung, as, as we know. Uh, with block. A, cannot block. Cannot pass block. And that means three new starters, and they say it's hard to trust GM Tom Telesco being able to fix the O-line when he struggled to do it so often before. And so when we talk about adding a Mike Williams, at wide receiver, or a healthy Keenan Allen, or the continued development of Hunter Henry, or you know Melvin Gordon, none of that matters. If Phil's throwing passes from his if back. Your, if your offensive line is not performing, yeah. all, all I know is you are going to have a completely new-look offensive line opening on Monday Night Football in Denver. <laughs> Against Von Miller and company, Shane Ray coming yeah, into yeah, his own, yeah. and as you Holy said, still Lord. one of the best, one of the best secondaries the Broncos have in the NFL. All right, so as I mentioned, tomorrow we're going to post a poll at SportsSD.com on the Canon page, and it's going to have a lot to do with the Chargers, and it's also going to have a lot to do with the hottest team in town right now. That would be your San Diego Padres. What exactly you're going to find out tomorrow. We're very anxious to see how many of you participate in that. Very interesting stuff. Because, again, you have to agree, Costa, the only way the Chargers are going to make a move up is if they play insanely good football and at least one team in the AFC West falls down. All right, let's get back to the NBA, getting ready for the NBA Finals. Is LeBron James ready to go next level on the Warriors? And what happened yesterday to him? Is that going to light a fire under the best basketball player on the planet? We'll discuss coming up next. Coming up tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards. Um, should I say Hardwick and Hartman? I'm going to sit back and let Steve Hartman answer the tough questions like, how did LeBron James handle the turmoil in his personal life? What did game one look like of the NBA Finals? We get started at 6 a.m. on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. 
Yes, I will be up very early tomorrow morning to join Nick on Hardwick and Richards. And then back with you, Costa, as we head out to Peco tomorrow to do our show. Double duty, double dip. Uh, actually, Judson did this recently, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he's so done it a couple times. For Judd. Yeah, sure. so he's uh, he's done it. Uh, of course, he's a much younger man than I. You guys are what they call but, ultimate mm. team players. Yes, and uh, I know you would uh, not do this. No, no never. never. <laughs> yeah. I see no. I see the uh, phone ring when I'm off work, Yeah, and I know it's work <laughs> numbers. I'm like, yeah, I, my phone wasn't charged, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got yeah. it too yeah. late. Well, your excuse, because you do a lot of work around the house. All right, before we get uh, – I mean, seriously, I'm not doing anything else, so I'll just continue to work all the time. Uh, Before we get down to why LeBron might be on the cusp of the greatest performance in NBA Finals history, uh, we've been asking people out there, speak now or forever hold your peace. Who do you believe is going to win this NBA Finals matchup between the Warriors and the Cavaliers? Saeed. Is online. Saeed, welcome. You're on with the Cannons. What's up, guys? Hey, Saeed. How are you, man? Good, good. How are you? Good. What's your pick? Saeed, turn your radio down. Yeah, turn your radio down so we don't hear turn ourselves in delay. Thank you. Uh, I assume, or not I assume, I, I predict that's going to be the Warriors in seven, and I hope that it's in seven because anything less than a seven-game series would be a disappointment for the whole season and the playoffs especially because the playoffs were pretty boring except for like four series. Right, and, and, and Saeed, oh, all right, very good. So Saeed's on the record. He says a seven-game series. Okay. You know, last year's series looked like it was going to be over quick. I mean, we assumed it was going to be oh. over in five. Right. And then all of a sudden, the suspension of Draymond Green for game five gave life to the Cavs. They won that game five in Golden State, went back to Cleveland, won game six, and then, of course, the epic game seven uh, where Kyrie Irving decided it. Uh, LeBron James, we had this incident uh, the other day at his uh, $20 million home in Los Angeles. Were you aware that he had a home in L.A.? Yes, I did know he had a yes. a home. It's like a 9,000 square foot. Yeah. Well, it's what you expect up in that area of Los Angeles. Right. $23 million home. Sure. So that's that's a nice hang. But again, this, this kind of uh, vandalism is just, you know. It's, you know, vandalism, it's Steve, vandalism goes on everywhere. But when someone you know, strolls up to your house, your gate of your property, right. and spray paints the N-word on the gate. <sighs> it's like, okay, well, we think we're making such great strides towards racial equality in this country. No. And then you, no, no, no. We no, are so friggin' apart. In fact, here was LeBron James's own reaction to what happened. No matter how much money you have, um, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you, um, you know, being being black in America is it's tough, and uh, and we got a long way to go, um, you know, for for us as a society and for us as African Americans until we until we feel equal um, in America. He's right, hundred percent right. He's 100% right. And, and there's going to be people saying, well, who are you to talk, LeBron, with your millions and everything? He's right. Doesn't matter. He, he's living proof that you can have the millions. You can have all of these layers that, uh, quote, unquote, protect you. But when it comes down to it, no, it doesn't do anything. I mean, I've, I've known uh, a lot of very, very famous African-American athletes over the years. 
And they will tell you, no matter how famous you are, yep. they have to play by a different set of rules. And unfortunately, that still goes on in this great country of ours. Judson and Nick had uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. Uh, on the show today, and they were talking uh, about a couple of different things. But they asked him, and they got his reaction to how LeBron uh, has handled the incident. I don't know if he could have handled it any better, honestly. I mean, to have something so nasty and just... It's disappointing, but as he said, it's not a surprise. The climate that we're in right now, whether we like to admit it or not, is, at least in my lifetime, is as bad as it's been. So uh, I thought he handled it with grace. I thought he was really honest about it. And as he mentioned, that's, that's something that needs to be done. I mean, although he had to be the victim of this particular situation, he used it in a way that brought light to it. And, and as he mentioned, it c- continues a discussion that is much needed about it. I mean, let's, let's think about what, uh, uh, what's his name with the Orioles um, a couple weeks ago in, in Fenway. Uh, Adam Jones. Yeah. Went through. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it, it's, 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 you know we, all, we all felt that by electing an African-American president, that this was going to be turning the corner. And, and, and unfortunately for many people... It made it, the it haters divided. just hate more. Exactly. So it divided us. But getting back to LeBron, I, I, I look at this series, the pressure's off. Oh, yeah. He won last year. So, I mean, for LeBron James, <laughs> who, if he haven't been paying attention outside of that one game that they lost uh, to the Celtics where apparently he was sick... Mm-hmm. He is playing unreal basketball. I mean, when we talk about who's the best basketball player in the world, please don't even bring in another name in. With all due respect to the Steph Currys and the James Harden. They're not the complete like LeBron is. Look, at if you were to say you got 30 general managers, who do you want to take? Oh. All 30 are going to take LeBron. So, But he's doing everything. I mean, whether it's scoring, whether it's assists. Remember, this season, 14th year in the NBA, Costa, career highs in both rebounds and assists. <laughs> and even though their regular season, they were, what, 26 and 24 in their last 50 games, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're not playing any defense. Really? You knew that they were saving it. And he's well-rested, getting ready for these NBA finals. But to me, without that pressure of you know winning that championship for the city of Cleveland— I am expecting LeBron to unleash his fury like we've never seen before. And and with with that pressure off, then he can start thinking in terms of how do I top it? And he can think of those terms without hurting his legacy. Yeah. You know, before he got that, before he did what he did for Cleveland last year, he's thinking, I got to get this championship for Cleveland. You know, I got to kind of get this albatross off my back. But now... How can how can I write the the superhuman epilogue to what has been a great book so far without having to worry about yeah I don't have that ring for Cleveland yet he, he's think, in the clear yeah and I think he realizes even if Cleveland wins this series and maybe comes back next year and wins again it will never matter to some people Michael Jordan will always be the king always and he realizes that that's not up to him. That's subjective. You you want to believe I'm the best? Great. If you want to think Jordan's the best, that's fine with me. 
He wears 23. I mean, Jordan is his hero. He has, he's not, he's not worried about whether or not he's better. All I know is that he wants to be the best right now. And he has another opportunity to do that. So I don't know how, I mean, Golden State could just maybe if everybody's, look at, if they're all hitting shots, no one's going to beat the Warriors. But I, I think this is going to be a heck of a series. Again, coming up at 5.30, oh. we'll have our final picks. We'll on go on to the like. record. All right. Time once again to qualify someone for the Canon shot of the day. Drum roll, please. This out. Canon shot came from. It's a tweet from Dandy. Is it true Ernie carries signed chopsticks to give out his autographs when he goes to the Padres press box? Well, actually, what he does, he has the chopsticks, and then they ask if he'll sign them. Ah, right, right, Although right, it, right. You have to have a very small marker to sign a chopstick. <laughs> but Ernie has so much practice, he actually pulls it off. It's an amazing thing. Why exactly is Cleveland such a huge underdog tonight? Speaking of underdogs, is Soccer City beginning to show panic and desperation in the ranks? We'll talk about all of it after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.